Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. You heard Eamon mention uh, the housing minister in the news there. And of course, there's, there's lots of stories out today about housing, about construction, about reports on housing. And effectively, we're not building enough. We need to build more. The housing minister is hoping that we're going to exceed targets and um, thousands of apartments outside of Dublin aren't being built. But I'd like to get your thoughts on what radical approach you think is needed in an effort to try and get more development, different types of development, and not all focused in the city centres and, and in the likes of the capital city. Um, you can get us on Twitter today too at Lunchtime Live NT. John is on the line in Ackle. John, like what radical approach do you think is required here? Good afternoon, Andrea. Um, cities and towns, Galway, Sligo, Athlone, yeah, Letterkenny, you know, the whole country needs to be redeveloped, not only Dublin. It needs to be decentralised, the whole idea and the concept of let's get more apartments built in Dublin. The people will follow the accommodation and they will follow the jobs that will ensue when these places are built. Like the concept of the decentralisation that was done in the 70s and 80s, uh, before the government got cold feet on this with Charlie McCreevy and his kind of a bit of a disaster years ago. Like, David House moved into Castlebar, and as a result of David House, uh, Castlebar was a renewed town, mm. and a lot of new families moved in, obviously, and uh, with it, extra jobs, and the creation of extra jobs around those jobs. Shops and everything. The whole town benefited out of it. Letterkenny... Galway, they all benefit out of the decentralisation. And Sligo, uh, the south of the country, we just all need to stop thinking of Dublin, 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 and the inner sanctum of Dublin, because the country is out of balance at this stage. So just stop, stop the focus of the building in Dublin. But, I mean, when you look at the population density, though, and when you look at where the, 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 you know, the, the jobs, where the work is, is that yeah. not why there needs that- to be the... Well, there is, of course there does, but people will move if accommodation is provided for them in other places because of, I talked to you in the past about broadband and our, our problems with broadband down here. The whole west of Ireland is now covered in hubs and there's no reason why people have to be sitting in an office in Dublin, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> um, because um, the development is here in the west now with broadband mm. and there's no, you know, the, people can work from any location now given the accommodation, but the whole country is, we are completely, and it's going to be the same problem for another 10 or 20 years, because mm. every development you hear of is being centrally geared towards the east yeah. coast. Or in, 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 in commuter, commuter area, for yeah. sure. Uh, Martin, they're, is talking a- about the, they're talking about this Atlantic corridor for the last, for my lifetime, and it's so easy to develop it with the West Railway link for stretching from Donegal all the way down to Limerick. And Limerick is connected already by train to, to Cork. And then develop a road network around that. And it would make it so simple. And the developments that are going to be here in the West in the future are going to be hydrogen, wind related. The future of our energy policy is all West okay. of Ireland related. Okay. Uh, John, stay on the line if you don't mind. I just want to get a couple of other uh, voices um, to join us here too. Martin is on the line in Dublin. Well, Martin, just on that point, like... Should we, st- well, should we stop the focus of primary building 
in the capital city, like around Dublin? Should we stop the development in Dublin for a short period? It's not so much the question, should we stop it? It's can we stop it? Because one has to look at what's driving it. Um, Initially, you know, in the last two years in particular, the mould has been smashed because of COVID. You know, if you suggested in 2019 people working from home mm. at any at 10% of an employment level, you would be told that you were needing to see a psychiatrist. And now look at the numbers of people who are working at home today as we speak, because offices and companies have realised how valuable it is to be able to have workers remote, working remotely. The other thing was that, you know, offices and companies basing themselves in large cities were so that chief executives could fly in, have a board meeting and fly back out in the last two years. All of that has been done uh, online via Zoom and Microsoft meetings and all of that kind of thing. So that mold has has changed. So it will take a little bit of time for the companies to uh, filter in the logic that they don't have to be based in a capital city, the like of Dublin or Cork or Galway, that they can be based elsewhere. Uh, and the whole key to that, as John has said, is communication. And with the, the rolling out of broadband, as we're seeing it under underway at the moment, that is going to mean that an awful lot more companies will have the opportunity of either having staff work in remote hubs or work from home. Bank of Ireland there last year set up a number of remote hubs in bank branches Mm. where the upper floors, which used to be residential accommodation for the porter or the manager in years gone by, were sort of lying idle. And they have turned those into remote hubs. So instead of the staff having to come into Dublin, they can come into Nace mm-hmm. or Newbridge or one of the other satellite towns. Um, that's saving them a heck of a lot of time in, in commuting. And um, it, it is starting to filter through. The problem is, you know, if you want to build outside of the main population centres, as John has saying, it's where the jobs are. The office-based jobs can be operated using remote working. But if you're working in a supermarket, you can't work remotely. If you're working in construction, you can't mm-hmm. work remotely. So it only works for we certain can. areas. So it only works in certain in certain industries. Uh, Mary and Claire is with us as well, uh, Martin and John. Mary, how do you think we could remove the housing? Good afternoon, Andrea. Lovely to speak you with too. you. I enjoy your programme every day. Thanks, Mary. Now, I agree with your previous three speakers, right? The government, one way or the other, has to spend money because of our growing population. Now, it's how they spend it wisely. Like, our population has increased Mm. so much. Now, I see no reason, for example, for the Metro North, because from Sligo or from Clare, there's a bus every hour into Dublin Airport. And people, you know, can work from home, as one of your previous speakers said. And then you've got wonderful schools and um, hospital facilities and they will have to put money obviously in but when people move they will have a better quality of life so why not invest the money on the west coast do you know what I mean upgrade the hospitals you know maybe put in some more primary schools and whatever and i think that would work for people mm. and they'd never look back
What do you think, Andrea? Yeah, no, I mean, one of the things that I was listening to today or one of the elements of this I thought was um, was interesting was that the number of apartments outside of Dublin that have been granted planning permission, but they probably won't be built, Mary, because yeah. they're just basically not going to be financially viable. And I suppose just to, to look at another strand of this, I wonder, do we need to look at the... Should there be a greater focus on the type of housing that we're building, though? Yeah, I think. Do you know what right, I mean? Like, the one-off it... housing. The one-off housing. And this is what people want, the big one-off housing, right? But that's not actually certainly friendly because the children come home in the evening and then they can't run into their next-door neighbour, as I'm sure you did as a child and I did. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So maybe live in a smaller house and where you've got neighbours. Smaller houses, apartment living, yeah. Noel's in Roscommon. Noel, Noel, what's your um, thoughts on this today? Like, I mean, how do you say we won't build in Dublin anymore? How you doing, Andrea? Um, I don't know. I've always had the question, why do these companies go into the cities? Do you know, that's all, I've always wondered this the last 20, 25 years. I worked in Dublin for five or six years when I left college, and I've seen the stress on people commuting if it was only from city centre out to maybe Black Rock or out that side of town, it was an hour's drive and they were like, oh my God, oh my God. Um, why would a company go into the centre of Dublin to create a stressed or have a work, look for a, a stressed workforce with commuting, with hard accommodation, the cost of it, childcare, the cost of it, all these things that people living in the bigger cities say are huge problems. Yet why do we talk to these CEOs? There has to be some reason or there's something missing somewhere else in the country that they decide this is the best option. Well, I so presume it's accessibility. My mind makes no sense. I always assume it's down to accessibility, services, availability of the workforce, airports. Or is it, or is it that we've just taught this, we always think this way, that we just don't seem to be able to think new or something different? Like See, COVID seemingly threw up all these problems. Yeah. They all kind of got over them. But we seem to have rushed back as quick as we can to the way we were. The, to my mind, there seems to be different opportunities thrown up from COVID as to how we could do things different, maybe mm. better. But my sense is people just can't wait or, or just have run back blindly into this is the way we used to do it. Even our government, we built a children's hospital in the middle of Dublin. Why did we do that? Was it not better put it out 30 miles outside Dublin that's more accessible to the rest of the country? It's nearly easier to drive 30 miles out of Dublin than 10 miles across Dublin into into the traffic. Okay. So, the so your point is that it's sort of back to decentralisation then basically again. It's it's where the work where the work is and, you know, if you have, have the work, of, yeah, the job's there, people and move. Circle, right. Where's the work? The work is in Dublin. Why is the okay. work in Dublin? Just on some of the texts that are coming into us um, on this, actually, and, and a lot of them are around, I suppose, the type of housing. People think we're not building the right type of housing. We need to focus on more uh, high-rise apartment living. Happens all across Europe. Like, Noel, you're in Roscommon. Is that something that would attract you in the future? Apartment living? Absolutely. Would, 100%. Yeah. Okay. I was only talking about this last week. There's certain times in your life where you actually, what you want is a room. A bed sit, if you're the two or three years out of college, really, you know, I'd sooner spend my money socialising than put it into accommodation. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's part of your life. Um, I'm recently divorced. I have a four-bedroom house. I don't want a four-bedroom house. I don't need a four-bedroom house. But if there was 
if there were options. Yeah, more. Right. And we keep thinking we need three, four bedroom houses. And I heard an argument a couple of weeks ago where someone says, oh, well, there's four people sharing a house. They're taking up a four bedroom house. But if you had apartments, those four people would probably be happier living on their own mm. than sharing at 30, 40 years of age. Who okay. wants to do that? And that house is freed up for a family. Mm, so um, build the apartments, I would think. Build okay. something smaller and see what happens. What about you, Martin? Build something smaller. Apartment well, living. I, I have experience of apartment living back in the 90s. And uh, I lived in an apartment complex for a year. And it was the most impersonal accommodation I have ever known. I got to know one other neighbour purely because the smoke alarm or the fire alarm kept going off on occasions and she and I were the only two people who showed up to see what the story was. But it couldn't be more impersonal than... than I wouldn't have known her. Yeah, but Um, but how would one-off housing be any more personal? um, Well, the actual cost factor, as most builders will tell you, the cost per square metre of accommodation in an apartment is actually dearer to build than the cost of building a two-storey house. Because you're looking at reinforced steel going into the concrete structure, you're looking at a hell of a lot more work going into the foundation, etc. So while your footprint is smaller, your capital cost is higher. And in many apartments that were built in the, the 80s and the 90s, you couldn't swing a pussycat without the poor thing's head hopping off a wall. You know, they were very, very small. Mm. And for families, say, a two-bedroom apartment where you had a main bedroom and a single bedroom, um, if a family starts off in that, and I've known of families Mm. who have, where a second child comes along, they can't upgrade for the simple reason that the property for them to go to isn't there. Yeah. It's funny. This is the problem. Just on that and the two-bed apartment, actually, this report that um, is out this morning, I was reading it today and it's interesting, like they talk about the construction costs of a two-bed mid-range apartment went up over 9.5%. So the total cost of, you know, uh, building or erecting your your mid-range suburban two-bed apartment is now more than €460,000. Uh, that was the figure quoted in uh, in this report that that's out this morning. Um, Afra's on the line as well in Waterford. Um, do you think there should be less of a focus on building in Dublin, Afra? Well, I don't know. I suppose um, there's a different need in every uh, part of one's life. I was happy to share bedsits in my youth, but you know I'm going back a long way. There seems to be a lack of imagination, I, I think, um, in statutory bodies. Um, 20, 30 years ago, it was noted that if um, I was um, party to being on Kilkenny County Council, SPC, and uh, factories were looking for accommodation for building factories just, and it was my contention at the time um, that as the factory was going to employ mostly women, the first thing they should look to and have on their planning permission was a crash. I just thought if... Um, now, from the creche would come um, payment in kind, I suppose. I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't be up to arguing that debate. But we have to change with the times. Um, there is a time. I'm building a granny flat at the moment. I have a lovely house, but it's far too big for me. And that, I feel okay. ridiculous wrapping so around in it. And I'm building on all I need is one bedroom, yeah. one small of everything. And move in. But that's not up to everybody's, uh, you know, people are, are in different stages yeah. of life and they it's don't have an that. Uh, but the breakdown of marriage seems to me to be causing a lot of hardship. 
both for for both men and women, okay. and, and whoever is left out. And, and out of curiosity, after the, your house, then are you, are you you planning to sell that on? No, no. Presumably, one of my children will okay. move into it. Okay, yeah, so okay. there will be another so house made available. Yeah, there's the small. A lot of people would like to do what I'm able to do. I know. Uh, and are not in a position I know, to it do depends it. The site doesn't take it. Yeah. So the, the text in on this as well, actually, from listeners. Um, this text says, we need to change our entire culture and our view around apartment living in this country. If they were cheaper to buy, they'd be a better option for first-time buyers, but nobody wants to stay in an apartment forever. Mike and Roscommon suggests we should bring back bedsits. Um, this listener has got in touch to say, just renovate the derelict properties. A perfectly fine council house across the road from me has been empty for 14 months, and I don't understand. The country just wants to throw money at developers to throw up apartments and uh, shoebox homes. Keep them coming into us, 53106. Another listener again, the government should be thinking big build a counterpoint to Dublin in the Midlands a new city with building infrastructure planned infrastructure support networks high tech districts residential areas it would attract foreign direct investment and away from the congested greater Dublin area I want to hear your well your radical thoughts today on trying to address the housing situation, not just in Dublin, but right across the country. If you want to send them in to us, please do so, 53106. But we'll leave it there for the moment. Afra, Noel, Mary, Martin and John, thanks a million for getting in touch with us. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.